Welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is Behind the Scenes. I'm Lloyd Dobbins, and mostly I ask questions. Today I'm talking with Bly Straub, who's curator for the Jamestown Rediscovery Project. Bly's work is highlighted in the October 11th electronic field trip, Jamestown Unearthed, a program that examines how new discoveries and evolving technologies continue to improve our understanding of the past. I don't know much about archaeology, but I'm always fascinated that you can reconstruct so much of the stuff you find and, and know what it is. Yes, well, um, we use a lot of data from people who've come before us. So we're building continually on work that's been done in the past. And um, today, in today's age, with the computer, we can um, take digital photographs of things and send them to researchers all over the world. I have a whole network of people like me who specialize in this time period, the early 17th century. And I'll say, have you ever seen one of these? And usually I'll get an answer back. It's wonderful how we can all help each other that way. Uh, early, early 17th. Where else would people care about this? I mean, this particular period. Right. Well, we, we have no real precedent here um, in, the, in America. I mean, the, the early settlements are Spanish, so they're a bit different. Uh, so my closest is England, of course, and especially London, because most of our early material comes directly from London. We're like a, a kind of mini London here. So there are a lot of parallels. Of course there would be, because all the people are basically from London. If a I lot of them, yes. Read it correctly. A lot of them. And the thing is that they're being supplied by the merchants from London. The merchants hope to make a profit off of this deal. Sure, so yeah. they get in on the ground floor and, and do the supplying. What's the most common thing you find? Oh, gosh. Um, we find a lot of nails. We find a lot of tobacco pipes. They enjoyed their, their tobacco. Um, I guess that's probably about the most common. Were the nails made here? No, not in the beginning, although we do have evidence of nail rod, which is the raw material you use to make nails, as early as about 16, 12, 13, something like that. So quite early on. And I know you find guns. I, I, <laughs> I, I suppose I should mention we are in the, the vault where things are stored. Mm -hmm. But you look around and you, you see all these shards of pots and little pieces of thing, and I, I heard you telling somebody that it was a, a fragment of cloth that was underwear. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we were very surprised to find several pieces of folded fabric, and after examining it, we found that it is linen, and linen is um, commonly used in this type of linen for undergarments. Doesn't cloth normally just Kind of rot? It does, and we were so totally surprised by it. We thought there must be some treatment to the material that helped uh, preserve it, or it was just something it was buried with. It's just unheard of to, to have this survival without it being in a well, in an anaerobic, uh, an environment without free oxygen that would mm -hmm. cause it to deteriorate. I, that, if someone had told me they had found some cloth, I would laugh and say it's from last week. <laughs> The next thing we need is uh, uh, some writing on paper that says John Smith was here or something. <laughs> I did read in the newspaper, the Daily Press, uh, recently, I think, earlier this month, about having f 
found a roofing tile or a slate with some calculations on it? Yes. Um, because we don't find paper that mm -hmm. rots away, this was really a fun find for us because it shows someone in the fort's hand actually making these marks. And it is a piece of slate where they've gridded it out, and then they've got numbers, ones and zeros, in different orders. And it looks like they're either playing a game and keeping track of who's winning each hand, or um, perhaps tallying up goods. Well, ones and zeros, maybe figuring out a computer? Exactly, the analog system, <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet they're going to be surprised to know if they had bits and bytes in those days. Mm -hmm. uh, are you looking for anything specific, or are you looking for what you can find? We are looking to understand the early 17th century, and you can't do that with just one whole, one small area. The more we find, the more we uncover of James Fort, the more we're getting the complete picture, and we're changing our minds about certain things. Um, for instance, we have some objects that reflect Catholic presence or, or people of the Catholic faith in the way of uh, crucifixes, which was a real surprise to us. Um, you know, they're the Anglicans who were here at Jamestown were not permitted to put the Pope above the king. So you're supposed to be of church. The Church of England um, is a religion that you're supposed to adhere to here. But we started finding these Catholic materials. And then, in particular, crucifixes made of jet, which is a material that was mined in Spain and very popular in, um, for making religious items. We have found not only one jet crucifix, but three identical which to me does not speak to kind of random loss by colonists who are at Jamestown. Instead, it's suggesting a deeper, a deeper issue, a deeper question. It looks like it's, they're all coming from the same place. They, maybe it were all acquired at the same time. Well, I know there were some Spanish Catholics who had a, a settlement, not here, but near enough that they might have. The, the Jesuit mission, which has never been located, um, Perhaps the colonists found it. Who knows? But there uh, well, that, that <laughs> was something that, because that was wiped out in, in uh, a good 50, 60 years before Jamestown right. was started, right? Right. But we also know that there were Jesuits who were brought here uh, to Jamestown in 1613 by the English. Um, a man by the name of Argyll went up to a, a place that is now Maine. There was a settlement there um, of French Jesuits, and he wiped it out and brought three of the Jesuits back to Jamestown. So perhaps they relate to that. I had never heard that there was a Jesuit at Jamestown. That's brand new to they me. They were prisoners. They weren't. <laughs> they weren't. What else is new? <laughs> uh, you have learned so much more since the site of Jamestown Fort has been, or James Fort has been found. Uh, what has it do, done to your store of knowledge? How much more do you know now than you knew in 1990? Oh, gosh. Well, what we've, the main thing is that we found the, that the story that we've been repeating year after year after year about Jamestown has a lot of holes in it. I, it's not really an accurate portrayal of what life was like here. And that's, 
um, it's been kind of exciting to uncover the, what we feel is, is the truth or, or approaching more closely to the truth. Because what we're finding um, are, is basically the trash that people have uh, discard, things that people have lost or, or thrown away on purpose. And they're not doing that with any particular bias as they would if they were writing a letter home or an account or a journal or they're trying to, they're either trying to impress the investors so they sort of puff up themselves and make things look better than they are or blame people for things um, that they shouldn't necessarily. And so with the, with the artifacts, if, if you can learn to understand the stories that they have to tell, you understand what kind of context they originally came from, what they meant to the people who used them, you can read them just like you can um, an account from the past. And so we, we kind of look at this as a, a, a chest full of these papers, of these notes, of these letters that are telling us things of the past that we never would have known from the written record because it's, it's getting the um, evidence of the people who couldn't write, the, the poor people, the women, the children. Everybody is represented in this material. And we're finding um, stories such as Jamestown failed because it was populated by a bunch of lazy gentlemen. Um, it's kind of a, a broad brush to kind of paint the whole early 17th century with. But and, I like that story. Well, we don't. <laughs> because we are finding so many crafts and industries at work. We're finding what we call the fallout of all this activity that's going on. And if you really think about it, if you were a London merchant and you were bankrolling this enterprise, would you send the most idiotic, stupid people that you could find <laughs> to, to make that money for you? No, you'd look around for talented people who knew how to, how to work and, and how to do whatever they were being sent to do, whether it was looking for plants they could turn into medicines or into expensive perfumes or um, looking for gold and silver. So it's a totally different uh, picture. Now, one thing I have, have always heard, and I have not heard any difference lately, is that John Smith was probably a, a, a quite successful and good sort of mercenary and leader of men. Uh, but he and the truth were not fast buddies, that quite often he would inflate his role. And as it got farther and farther away, he would inflate it even more. Have you all found that to be... We, we are, and I think if you ask Bill, he'll say the same thing. We're quite fond of John Smith, actually, and find that a lot of what he has said really is true, really approaches the truth. It's true. He, he embellished a lot, you know, and it's hard to believe all his fanciful stories of being a slave and <laughs> becoming free and all that. But um, you have to think of the time, the age, uh, and... You know, he was a man of his age, of his time. When do you think Jamestown Island will have given up the secrets it has? Ever? Or will you always find things depending on where you put your shovel in the ground? I, mean. I, I do feel there is a lot to find. Um, the National Park Service actually funded a survey of the island, so away from the fort area, to look at other habitation sites, and quite a few were found, including Native American sites that were here before um, the English settlement. So if there is the funding and the, if people are willing, there is plenty still to find here on the island. 
That's Colonial Williamsburg past and present this time. The electronic field trip Jamestown Unearthed airs October 11th on local public broadcasting stations and on history.org slash trips. For future podcasts, check history.org often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.